0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alliance Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle to help you achieve your greatest potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a greater world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and I am stoked to be here with you for another episode. It feels like it's been a while since the last podcast recording and as I think it has been, it's been about two weeks since I last sat down for a podcast recording, which is long. I'm usually recording every week, two episodes a week, but anyone who follows the show closely will have realized that this week there's only been one episode Um, and that's purely down to the fact that it has been a pretty full week, unusually so. Um, I've run a couple of workshops in the last week and there's been some new clients who have jumped on board so you know clients they're always number one priority and I'm always giving my all to clients first um, and then you know when that happens then um, the the podcast recording gets delayed a little bit but we're here now and I am really looking forward to sharing what this episode is all about. So this particular episode is going to be a bit of a deeper one. I mean, most episodes, we're, we're deep diving beyond the daily hustle. So we're going beyond, you know, just day-to-day strategies so that you can perform at the highest level anyway. But this particular episode is covering a concept, a particular mindset that is going to be potentially triggering for some people. Now... When I say triggering, what I how I see it is that it's actually going to uncover some truths. It's going to challenge how people have been thinking for a long time. It's going to challenge how people um, a truth that people have accepted for their whole lives. But the thing is, with the truth, it's often triggering at the start. It's often tr- challenging to accept, and it will often hurt. But ultimately, the truth will set you free. So that's why triggering content um, isn't just about uh, like offending people and it's not something to be avoided. It's short-term pain to end long-term suffering. The truth will hurt, but will set you free. So we'll see how we go in today's episode. So today's episode is about a particular idea that I've known for a long time at a high level and you'll all have heard of this at a higher level but it wasn't until a few months ago that i heard it again in a different light from tom clark who is my incredible business and life mentor um i heard it again in a different light and then i started to truly break it down and accept it within me truly embodied this mindset and that is that every problem is a me problem. Meaning every problem that I face, every problem that I have, is always, always going to be a me problem, not a you problem, not an it problem. In other words, every problem is my responsibility. Now, I know you've probably heard this before, but let me explain how people may understand this for certain things but reject this idea for other things. So stick with me. Every problem ultimately comes back down to us because if we are seeking something, if we have a problem, then we are seeking some sort of change, right? We have an issue with it. We are seeking something, therefore it becomes our responsibility. It's not the person who we're dealing with, it's not their responsibility. It's not someone um someone else in a whole across the internet's responsibility it's not the greater world's responsibility it's our own responsibility and this ties in with one of the previous episodes i've done on if you have a problem then you have three choices you can change it you can remove yourself from that situation and if you can't change or remove yourself then you need to accept it it kind of ties in with that but today's episode goes a little bit deeper And the reason why ultimately every problem comes down to us is because everything that we receive and everything that we see in our entire reality is through a lens. So every situation that we find ourselves in, everything around us is our reality, but perceived through our own filtering system, through our five senses, our Um, vision our sense of smell our sense of taste our sense of um, hearing and our sense of feeling those five senses give us data from the world around us which we perceive as reality but reality because it's perceived through those five senses which then um, gets transferred to the brain for processing reality ends up actually being subjective So, every situation around us is actually perceived by us in a certain way. So, usually and most of the time, in fact, all of the time, if I'm going to be real brutal, it's never a situation that's the problem. It's our perception and our idea of that situation that is the problem because we are perceiving that situation in a certain way. And this becomes really obvious when you can see that there is one situation. But two people respond to that situation in completely different ways. How many times do you see that, right? Like even at the start of the lockdown, I brought this up in the previous episode. Start of lockdown, certain people went and hoarded toilet paper. They panicked. Certain people didn't. So same scenario, but different responses, right? We actually had an earthquake or a tremor um, in Melbourne two days ago. So it was at 9am um, and... You know, I was coming upstairs and everything just started shaking. This is quite unusual in Melbourne. I think it was the biggest er- a level of earthquake we'd had in at least 50 years, if not 100 years or something like that. Um, Obviously, you know, to other locations in the world, like New Zealand or America, this would have been like just a re- regular occurrence, but I think it was like 5.8 magnitude um but it was really unusual for us and i know i panicked because i was upstairs so i straight away went into fight or flight mode and i ran outside um and grabbed the dogs and just ran outside which i now know that's not the right thing to do so i actually panicked a little bit um And I was shaking a little bit afterwards. I didn't scream or anything though. But after speaking to other people, um, in their experiences, some people were screaming and panicking. And then there were other people who were just like, oh, what's that? Must have been an earthquake. (laughs) So same situation, completely different responses, right? People perceive the situation in completely different light. That's no surprise. And that's why everyone... Um, lives their own life because everyone has different um, preferences. Everyone has different ideas that they see the world through. Now, this the reason the, how this happens is quite complex, and this is something that I cover in detail with my clients. But the filtering system depends on a lot of different things. It depends on our memories. So think about you know a dog who has um, been raised in an abusive family. You know, a loud noise, he or she is going to respond to that with fear versus another dog who's never experienced abuse. Loud noise is just a normal occurrence, right? So memories creates a big part of the filtering system. But also there are values, beliefs, actions, language, identity, various other filters that that make up this filtering system. So ultimately, you know, you got to understand that the world around us is filtered through our own personal filtering system through our own lens and that's how we see the world through therefore every situation is never the situation that is a problem if you have a problem with that situation is your own perception of that situation because the problem in itself who's to say that is a problem who's to say well if if you have they're having a problem with it then you have a problem with that who's to say that that exact same problem in another world to someone else makes absolutely no difference or no issue to them, right? Think of first world problems. Problems for us, but to someone else, it's not a problem. So the problem in itself is not the problem. It's how we perceive that problem to be the problem. And this, you know, it it ties in with the growth and um, victim mentality as well, right? Like if certain people perceive a problem in a certain way they're going to see themselves in the as a victim versus someone else who has the same problem who has a different mindset they're going to see it as an opportunity for growth they're going to see it as an opportunity to learn something from it so once again another way to look at it growth mentality versus victim mentality but here is the key thing here is the thing that take takes us to a whole new level at a deeper level where people might accept this idea at a higher level, but when it comes to real life, they will unconsciously reject this idea. So there are three different, three main categories of of problems. Right? There's our own problems. So if we have an injury, um, if we like can't lose weight, if we um, aren't getting sales in our business, that's our own problem. Right? It, it's just problem that we are facing and, and most of the time people perceive that already as their own problem but this idea absolutely still applies when it's someone else that people perceive is the problem so if you were driving driving on the freeway and someone in front of you is driving extremely slow and you get really frustrated you'd think that it's that person's issue like they're driving slow they're the one who's you know not abiding by the rules but ultimately this is your problem. And I'm going to explain that further in a moment. Or if you know your, your sibling is being annoying or if a colleague is being unfair or annoying, you're like, well, that's their responsibility. That's their fault. But in this mindset, I'm going to say it's your problem still. Once again, let me explain in a moment why that is. And the third scenario where people might not necessarily take on this concept at a a deep level is when it's a situational problem. When it's not necessarily them, when it's not necessarily the people around them, but it's a greater situation. So an obvious example would be the pandemic itself. I mean, if if you live in Melbourne, you know that things have escalated lately. I'm not going to touch on this too much, but things have obviously escalated lately and it's a very situational problem. You know, you might not be contributing to the problem, but there are other people <laughs> and there are, you know, it's just a situation itself that is the problem. But once again, you know, if you are suffering and if you are finding that this is really hard to to accept, then in this case, once again, it's a me problem. It's you. Or Uh, greater scale problems right and let me say I have been through you know some some dark like not really dark that's, that's exaggerating in a way but very deeply emotional places because of this so really grappling with the idea of worldwide problems like global hunger like you know refugees like what happened in Afghanistan And particularly for me at a very deep level, um, just the whole aspect of, (laughs) I know this seems so normal, but once again, right, same situation, different response, animal farming and how like 80 billion animals get killed every year so that, you know, humans can eat them. That's something that I really struggled with. So that's when I turned, uh, changed my lifestyle to vegan, obviously. Um, But once again, a major situational thing. That isn't a problem for like 95% of people. But for me, it suddenly became a major problem. And, you know, when I went vegan, I stopped like eating meat and and dairy. So all animal products that contribute to animal suffering. Because that aligns to my values, right? Like I valued compassion. Therefore, I I love my two dogs. But it it didn't make sense that I, I was not applying that value in other scenarios. So... Um, yeah, when I went vegan, I wasn't necessarily contributing to the problem anymore. The problem was other people's problem. But still, with this mentality, I couldn't point the finger anymore. I couldn't be like, well, these other people aren't, you know, aren't are contributing to the problem and I'm not. I'm not the problem. But in now, I'm seeing myself as the problem. And I'll explain why again. Like, I, it's a me problem. This is a me problem. Same goes for, like, the Yulin Dog Meat Festival, which just passed a couple of months ago in China, right? Like, um, it's something that enrages heaps of people in Western countries, the fact that they, they eat dog meat. But really, once again, it's not a problem for them. It's a problem for us. We perceive it in a certain way. So therefore, it becomes a me problem. It's our problem. All right, let's go back. And let me start with our own problems, right? If you continue having an injury, if you keep getting overuse injuries, you keep getting like a tendinopathy or a stress fracture. Um, If you you can't seem to just get up in the morning and train, you're not getting sales in your business, you're not retaining patients, you feel so overwhelmed because life is just so busy all the time. These are a scenario where it's absolutely a me problem. It's it's your own responsibility to overcome this because the ego is going to want to point to someone else or the ego is going to want to point to something else. The ego thinks that we are better than we actually are. The ego thinks that we are actually special. So if we uh, in a situation where we are getting injured or, you know, we can't lose weight or something. The ego wants to point to something else that is out of control, out of our control. Might want to point to our genetics, might want to point to, um, you know, the fact that um, there there are no leads, you know, in, in the industry. So therefore, I'm not getting sales. Like, it's not my problem. It's just the fact that, you know, people out there aren't wanting to spend money and stuff at the moment. Or people, there aren't enough people out there full stock. Ego wants to say that. But when you truly take responsibility for every single problem, then it gives you one so much internal peace because there's no there's no messing around. Every problem is a me problem. So there's no question about it. The question only becomes, what would you like to do about it? What would you like to do? You're not getting sales, getting injured, you know, can't get up in the morning and, and that's um, and train before work you know, not retaining patience or if life is really busy because your children are acting up and stuff or um, you know your work is 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 taking up way too much time well what would you like to do about it that's the question guys like what would you like to do about it and you ask this to yourself obviously that is the key to being able to take responsibility to take power to be empowered And to have that inner peace because no one else is responsible for changing your life except you, which is awesome. You have the power to create that change. So go do it, right? Every time there's something that you don't like, well, what would you like to do about it? Ask yourself that, and you now have the power to create change. And change is always, always possible. Now, what happens when it's someone else, right? If someone's driving slow on the freeway, like I mentioned before, or I've actually had this conversation before with clients, you know, I've coached them through this. When someone's at work and their boss is not respecting them, their boss is giving, asking them to do overtime all the time, or their boss continues to pile work onto them. And they're like, well, that's not my problem. Like it's my bosses, you know, they're, they're the ones who aren't respecting me well, once again, you know, question, what would you like to do about it? So the question is, well, why aren't you respecting yourself enough to have a conversation with your boss about it straight up? Or why aren't you respecting yourself enough to leave if that's the case? And in this scenario, like some people might look at this and say, well, that's victim blaming. I don't see it that way because that's kind of missing the point. Like it's not necessarily about labels here. It's not This isn't about whose fault is it? This isn't about who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. That's not what this is about. What this is about is if you find yourself in that scenario where you're unhappy and it's a problem for you, well, who like regardless of who's at fault or regardless of who's in the wrong, regardless of that, what are you going to do about it? Like, what would you like to do about it? Therefore it becomes a me problem. Therefore, it becomes my responsibility or the person who I'm talking to, their responsibilities take control. So this is why it could be um, a hard truth to swallow, but it will set you free. Because regardless of that, it's like, what would you like to do about it? What can you do to to either remove yourself or change um, or accept this situation, right? So why don't you, yeah, leave? Or why don't you have a conversation with the boss, right? I had this conversation as well with um, another client about her relationship. So she was actually unhappy because her partner wasn't acting in a way that she liked. Um, he was like, I'm just going to change the scenario slightly just to um, kind of preserve the, the privacy. But like in, in a high level, her, her partner wasn't giving her as much time and love as she wanted so he wasn't really giving her um he wasn't really saying i love you that much wasn't really getting giving her gifts here and there as much as she would like so initially it seems like it's the partner's issue right initially it seems well he's not he's not doing this therefore he needs to change he is the problem but in this scenario it's like no (laughs) you have a problem with this you want the change you were the one seeking the change so it's your responsibility to initiate and to facilitate that change because he might not even realize he's not a mind reader he might not even realize it's a problem in the first place right and he might not even know that it's something that yeah she wants it's not a problem for him so why would he do anything about it so it's her problem yeah so the the question is there is well what would you like to do about it and you know in short um, I'm not going to go into this in too much detail but speaking with her and speaking with my clients the, the the thing is everything is a mirror so what we what we desire to receive we need to give more of you know you want more love love you got to give love first you want more respect you got to give respect first so that's just how you know the law of attraction works so Um, I was like, well, in what ways have you been um, showing love to him first to give him permission, to give him space to show that love back to you? And it actually turned out that it wasn't happening enough, you know? Like she would just get angry and she would pick fights to be like, well, why aren't you giving me love? But of course, you know, if she's not giving love, (laughs) then why would he give it back, right? So then in that scenario, it's like, well, it's her problem. So it's her responsibility to be like to her partner um in this scenario what can i do to make you want to love me more what can i do to show love more so that he can love show the love back it it just gives them permission you know like sometimes in in relationships when it's been a long-term relationship the couple gets Um, comfortable and they do things in a certain way so it might even be out of place to just suddenly buy flowers out of the blue might even be out of place to to walk up to them give them a deep hug and just whisper in their ear in their ear i love you (laughs) but if she starts to do that first instead of picking a fight when he's not doing it instead of instead of getting agitated she were to do that first might be a little bit funny at the start because they're not used to it but it's going to suddenly give him permission to do the same back. And naturally, you know, we mirror our environment. So he's going to naturally just start to um, take on that, that type of behavior and that type of display of love as well. So even if it's someone else's problem, I'm telling you now, if you have a problem with it, then it's a me problem. It's your responsibility to seek that change. Now, at the highest level, when it's a situational thing, you know, pandemic, um uh, but like large-scale global injustice yeah yes you may not be contributing to the problem directly but at the moment it's a problem for you right like you're you're suffering in some way maybe you're feeling anger maybe you're feeling sad maybe you're feeling guilt or maybe you're feeling um hatred whatever it is that you're feeling like that's a problem for you you're perception of the situation is causing you suffering so same question what would you like to do about it how can you change your perception to do what you can in your power to contribute better to the problem and to to change the problem so i know for me at the start when i first i guess you know when i first had my eyes open to like I, i made that connection that you know i love animals yet like I, I hate them every day. Um, When I first had my eyes open to that problem, it caused me a, like all the hurt in the world, all the anger in the world. I like ha- had so much anger towards everyone else. But of course, like I wasn't perfect. Like literally a month ago, I was still eating, you know, meat and dairy um, and still acting out of alignment to what i said my values were you know like empathetic or or love for animals so that wasn't necessarily resourceful that's the other thing it's not about right or wrong um it's about what's resourceful or not it wasn't resourceful for me to hold all that anger and hatred nor was it resourceful for the cause itself like we know what preachy vegans are like right? absolutely and, and that's not necessarily contributing to the cause. It's not necessarily creating change. No one's going to be told what to do by angry, preachy vegans, right? And that's not... I now know I was a little bit at the start because I didn't know how to contain all this information and all this emotion. So I, it turned into a little bit of preachiness at the start. You may or may not have seen that. Um, but then now it's like, well, now... I know that it's actually my problem, so what would I like to do to make myself feel better? Because it doesn't help for me to just feel immense sadness every single day, and just burst into tears out of nowhere, nor does it help the cause, nor does it help people around me to be preachy either. So what can I do? Well, the thing is, you know, the the situation, I was perceiving it as... Um, a certain way that caused me a lot of hurt. It was triggering something inside of me that caused me to feel that hurt. Instead, the perception. Instead, I could feel something else. Like what if I felt something else that was going to be better for me, better for the people around me and better for the cause itself, for the animals and for the planet and, and all, everything like that. Well, the, the shift now is empowerment. Yes, it's not an ideal situation, right? But I choose to perceive it in a way that empowers me to create change i'm only one person but the most that i can do is do the best that i can to lead by example to be an image of someone who is vegan and is happy who loves my life who lives in alignment and also while i'm doing that you know i'm also a vegan and that means that I'm just leading by example. So I feel better within myself because I feel empowered, right? And then it's better for the people around me because I'm not preaching to them. In fact, for a long time, I've never, like, never bring it up. It's only if someone else asks me, right? It's not my place to force someone else to do something or to in, to even push someone else to do something that they haven't asked first. It's, it's my problem. So in that scenario, it's like helping the people around me. And then obviously it's going to help the cause because, you know, more people, people change through inspiration, not through being told what to do. So this is a scenario where the the problem in itself hasn't changed, but my perception of the problem has. And this is really important for you, you all. If there's a situation that you're not happy with, like, yes, it is what it is. Unfortunately, you know, you can't change what's already in motion. What's happening right here, right now. You can't change it so you need to accept it to some degree doesn't mean you agree with it there's a difference doesn't mean you agree with the issue, the situation but you need to accept it within yourself so that you can be you can be more resourceful to you the people around you and to the cause so ultimately it's a me problem if you're really suffering during these times especially in melbourne at the moment with everything that's going on ask yourself what can you do to perceive this in a different light, to then serve you better, serve the people around you better, and serve the situation better as well. So everyone, that is every problem is a me problem. I'd love to know what you think of this episode. I'd love to hear if this really challenged you to think a little bit differently and maybe you know you've you've listened to this episode and straight up you're like no nah, I'm not accepting that that is not the, the that's not the right way to think well hopefully it's planted a bit of a seed that in the future this might come back to you and it might be relevant for you at another future time because I know for the first time I heard this it just didn't make sense and I refused to accept I was like no nah, I'm not believing that but remember like all of this reality is in the eye of the beholder like It's perception it's subjective it's not a universal truth so you can choose to believe whatever you want like you you have the right to choose to believe what you want but the question is is it resourceful for you like if you could choose to believe a certain thing that is going to serve you better and serve the world better then why wouldn't you i'm not talking about whether the earth is round or flat here i'm talking about subjective belief systems (laughs) uh I told everyone. I did warn you all. This was going to be a deep episode, and this is actually, I guess, as deep. And this is a, a bit of a, a bit of a taster, almost, of what some of my coaching sessions look like. With um, you know, within the journey of potential, we go deep into these topics, and then you know, even in the journey of potential, we go at more of a personalized, specific level because I'm you know talking to a small group of people and I know exactly what their challenges are. And there's like, um. And there's that opportunity to ask questions and all that. But yeah, this is a bit of a taste anyway of of what things look like behind the scenes. Alright everyone, I hope that you're all having a beautiful day. Until the next episode, keep showing up as your highest self and keep contributing to a greater world. Talk to you soon!